Welcome to the My Fence Life bonus podcast series, Ask Me About My Day, where you can eavesdrop on phone conversations between Dan, industry leaders, and fencers from around the country to find out about their day. Because Matt was like, you need to go back and put a hashtag on there. I still love the FA. Like I, I, the whole reason why I'm, at, I'm in where I am today is because... Um, it's because of Matt Warner, because I saw an ad on Instagram about my salesman, and yeah. I could, the only thing I could remember was tire kickers. Hello. I'm going to send you an award. Hey, wait, wait, wait. I'm recording right now. I just literally got finished recording a call with Matt Warner about my post, and you're calling, so I just need to let you know. The roadcaster is still on record. So do you want me to turn it off? No, leave it on. <laughs> okay. So Matt and I were just having fun with it. He disagrees with me, but him and I disagree on things. But you know what you do? When you and someone disagrees on something and you both talk about it, you end up learning things, right? Well, see, my position is, is somewhat the same, but I don't normally like to use the word disagree i like to look at things different perspective matt likes to say you're wrong and i'm right (laughs) so uh i I, obviously i seen your post this morning um and you know i looked at your post and then i looked at the website and then I, i have a lot of background on what went on on the development of that website and the conclusion i came to is that Nobody was wrong in that situation. Um, maybe, maybe the post could have been handled slightly differently. But at, at the end of the day, um, you looked at the site and you thought, "Man, you know, this isn't an accurate representation of our industry or where we're at." Uh, because I looked at the site and I thought somewhat the same. Uh, but I know that the AFA has contracted out that site, and the original plan was that we were going to put in an algorithm and then let the site pick the influencers based on the content that was being consumed. Right. But that's going to take considerably longer. And we wanted to go ahead and get something out there. But I mean, technically the site hasn't been officially launched anyways. So, and then you look at it from uh, Sam's perspective, the guy that's building the site uh, and, and he's the one that kind of plugged in those spots until we can, we can get, a different system up and running mm-hmm. from Sam's perspective. He's not wrong either because in his, in his circle of people in the fence industry or his echo chamber, those are, those are the people that are uh, quote unquote influencer, the people he deals the most with. So that's his opinion. That's, or his that's, perspective. that's bullshit, Josh. Uh, well, I'm you, call bullshit. Bullshit. you want to know why I got proof. I'm what? fucking looking at it right now. How's that? So when this site was being built, Cannon and I had my fence life, correct? Yeah. Okay. And Cannon's in his list, but I'm not. So I call bullshit. Yeah, I call bullshit on that because for two and a half years, it's been Dan and Cannon. So I'm looking at Cannon on here. Well, why wouldn't Dan be on here? Uh, well, I mean... Probably because that, I mean, the site's not done yet. 
right? It hasn't been officially launched. Well, it and was, a lot of that stuff the on there is was just supposed placing. to be launched at FinTech, and there was propaganda that was going to go out for this launch. But it isn't. It didn't because it's not ready. Because there was a meeting prior to FinTech, and people were like, "Whoa, what the fuck is this?" Uh, yeah. I mean, there there was a board meeting prior to FinTech where the board went over the site. Then the board had some issues, and there's some things that uh, they wanted changed, and they're working on that. Um, but you know, the, the other problem is, is as nobody really knows any of that because the AFA uh, doesn't really have an outlet to communicate and tell people what's going on, and uh, they're also working on that. So that's good to hear. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, the the site, yeah, it's it's ne- it's never going to be a hundred percent when it's released because it's a work in progress that we hope that will continue to grow and build as the years go along, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, right now a lot of that stuff's just just placeholders. Just this is so we could do a presentation for the board and say, you know, this is a, a general idea of what we have going on. Obviously, the board had some concerns, so there's some things that are being addressed, and just I mean, it takes a little bit of time. Okay, well, turn it off. <laughs> but turn I will it. agree. It when ready, it... turn it off. You know, when you have, think about that. When I have a website change, my old website's up while we're building a new one, or I have a splash page that says, "Hey, we're under maintenance." Yeah, I mean that's not a bad suggestion. You know what I mean? Uh, but the, the deal was is. We left it on so uh, everybody involved can view it wherever and view the progress, and nobody really knew it was out there, and nobody was searching for you know Pence Hub Live, so mm. it wasn't that wasn't that big of a deal. But now that it's kind of quasi public knowledge, then you're right; we probably should turn it off. That or put you know under maintenance or whatever. And it's you know Matt Matt was fucking with me. Matt was like. Oh, you got FOMO. Well, it's not that. If I looked at it and was like, oh, I'm not on here. Let me go ahead and fill out a little contact deal. Maybe they don't realize my fence life or whatever. Right? Yeah. But I see Cannon on here. And it's like, well, you obviously fucking know about my fence life. Uh, Sam Mattello yeah. built the site. You obviously fucking know about my fence life. Well, but you got to look at the people that are on there. Most of them are people that Sam works with and already has stuff for them like pictures and content and things like that so it's it's real easy to plug and play that information in yeah and it's easy to send an uh, email too hey man can you send over some uh, info yeah let me get that over to you yeah because i don't want to i don't want to leave the big guys out yeah no i agree you know what i'm saying so um <clears throat> i mean i talked to nathan and nathan had mentioned something about um, he sent an email. Matter of fact, Nathan was on this list. I got a screenshot before this released that Nathan was on the list. Uh, Brian Fred Aluminum was on the list. And now, now they're not. So it just, you know, something ain't fucking kosher about the whole thing. Well, with, with the Brian thing, I believe there was conversations about putting his information on there. And then Brian had concerns on the, like the, the long-term use of the site. So um, to my knowledge, um, and, and I believe this is correct, Brian told them to take his stuff off until we could get some answers on a couple of things. Okay. See, this is what we need to hear. We need to know, hey, yeah. this is what's going on. Yeah, the really- AFA needs a communication arm so we, we can 
we can tell everybody what's going on and this is what we're working on and this is why we're doing this because if not you know everybody just looks at it and then you know thinks one thing or another which may or may not be accurate and may or may not be true um and we could prevent um a lot of uh just you know uncoordination in the industry with something like that yeah i mean just come out and say hey guys we screwed up you know this isn't right this isn't the direction we wanted to go in um but then again you said that it wasn't officially launched and people don't know about it but then i was getting people hitting me up going dude what's up with this and i'm like "Uh, i don't know and they're like who's this guy and i'm like oh well the great thing and sometime a handicap of the industry is sometimes you don't have to officially launch or announce anything um give it a about three days and everybody will know about it anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But that's good. That speaks to how interconnected our industry is and how much people work together and things like that. So, yeah. But so look, man, I don't have anything against AFA because Matt was like, you need to go back and put a hashtag on there. I still love the AFA. Like I, uh, the whole reason why I'm at, I'm in where I am today is because, um, it's because of Matt Warner, because I saw an ad on Instagram about my salesman. And yeah. I could, the only thing I could remember was tire kickers. And I was scouring the internet trying to find this software and couldn't find it. So then I started looking on Facebook and then I started stumbling across the Facebook groups. So then I started asking in the uh, fence professionals of the United States is the one I was on first. And they put me in touch with Rachel and then then I started, then I got to the AFA, and then every just started snowballing from there. And then I found Sean King, which props to him because I completely built fence differently from him uh, because of him today. And uh, Yeah, and, you know, when Sean first started getting, getting active on those social media sites, like I was <clears throat> right there with him, and, uh, and all the flack that he caught over, you know, something simple as, as dry setting or – you know, different ways to install fences. Like people were so <clears throat> just set, um, I guess set in their ways. I'm not sure if that's the right term, but well, you, know, you know, know, I've been doing it. You, you know, it's funny, Josh, not to interrupt you, but the AFA was afraid of Sean at one point. I remember when he was like taboo. Now he's like their poster boy. So kudos to you, Sean, uh, for breaking that barrier. Yeah. And it's not necessarily that, you know, he was, you know, the AFA was at, out or, you know, didn't agree with what Sean was, was doing. It was just, uh, you know, this is new uh, as an as an organization. And, you know, you, you can't jump behind every new thing because if you do and it goes wrong, then, you know, look at the what it does to the credibility of the organization. But I think everybody can see the effort that Sean's putting into what he's doing and all of his hard work. And, uh, you know, that the AFA it is not just... Uh, a pie in the sky person making a decision. It's a board of 16 different people that all have 16 different opinions that have to reach an agreement. And, you know, that's, that's got some drawbacks. Obviously it's slow to react, right. And it's slow to make decisions, but you know, in the long term, it has benefits because it, it prevents it from making fast and loose decisions that uh, could, could not be good for the industry. You so. did a good job on that. <laughs> On, my, on your response just now. You did a great job on that. Well, <clears throat> because uh, I, mean, it's, it's, I th- personally, I just think it's the the old blood on the board 
and there needs to be new blood and you know it's the old the uh the you know what i'm saying some of those guys you know i i felt the same way last year and 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 found ways to reach out and get active and ended up on the board of directors and uh you know i was able to voice my opinion and bring that to the table we got a lot of things done uh we got a uh, marketing budget passed for the organization. Um, we created a marketing development committee. Um, we created uh, ways to market the on the road schools and things like that. Um, and, you know, we were able to do all that based on one person's different perspective and involvement in a year. So if, if people are unhappy with the organization or what's going on, then, you know, you, you tell people all the time, well, get active. The problem is, is most people don't know how because the AFA does not have a communication arm or a good way to uh, to communicate that, that to everybody in the industry to where if you want to do this, like if you want to be active in your chapter or if you don't like the things going on in your chapter or things like that, then this is how you change it. But since people don't know that and they feel like they don't have any avenues to do those things, then it just comes back to, well, you know, the AFA doesn't do this or I'm unhappy with this or whatever, which you know, also is not a wrong stance because if that's the way they feel and they're not able to uh, to get their voice out, then, you know, the organization that needs to do a better job of uh, communicating ways to do that. Yeah. Well, I'm just trying to shine light on what's affecting me at this moment. Um, it's not about like Matt keeps messing with me. He likes to give me a hard time, FOMO. It's just when I looked at the list, I was like, okay. And then it, the thing that really just got me was is I saw Cannon. and I'm like, well, why wouldn't I be on there, you know? Well, the, I mean, what it boils down to is Dan Blanc looked, there, looked at the list, right? And uh, you, you're not very uh, – or you're not in agreement with what you saw. Right? And then you used – the best avenue that you had available to, to voice your opinion. That's, that's essentially what happened. And it, like, did you know another person you could call or another arm that you could reach out to to get this addressed? Um, well, when I uh, first, I did, I, would, I did. I, honestly, I did. And that's what Matt was said. Matt said, he said, you know, when you and your old lady are fighting, you don't go screaming out down the street and let everybody know. And it really didn't bother me at first when I was at fence tech. And then, and I just started hearing little dribbles and drabs about it, people. And I'm just kind of like, yeah, yeah, whatever, you know, you know, whatever. And um, then last Wednesday night, Nathan and I had a pretty good conversation about it. <clears throat> you know, and Nathan, nothing, Nathan wasn't like bashing or anything. We were just having a conversation about it as two friends. And then um, last night it came up again. And I was sitting at the house, just chilling, hanging out, drinking a little bit. And I was like, you know what, man? Fuck this. Let's just throw it out there. Let's throw some spaghetti on the wall and see what happens. Let's see what sticks. And here we are. Yeah. You know, so oh. could I have called uh, someone I know in the AFA? Yes, I could have. But I don't know. I just decided to go to this avenue. It's, I mean, well, it's what I, I mean, do, though, but, right? I'm on social no, media. Yeah. And, and, and you, you used uh, the avenue that you thought would, would get the biggest result, um, uh, the quickest. And uh, it's, uh, I mean, obviously, we're on a phone call, so let's yeah. not say it didn't work. I'm, gr <laughs> I'm glad that you called me. And, 
You're probably on your like third phone call for the day, actually. No, it's only my second, really. Matt's the only one that's oh, reached well. out to me. And, and of course, you know, he reached out first and had to give me a hard time via text. And then we <laughs> talked for about 20 minutes. I was like, we got to record this. And he's like, you know what, Buttercup? We should. So <laughs> I went ahead, connected to the roadcaster, turned it on, and here we are. And then you beeped in. And I'm like, oh, look, that's Josh Glover calling. So, he just put us on the same phone call. I mean, no, he was trying to get out the car to go see his new grand dog. Grand dog. <laughs> his daughter got a dog, so he's it's the grand dog. So, yeah. But uh, how you been doing, man? I do, I saw that um, that damn ball field you did, bro, and I didn't realize until I started reading the list of how much of that. Mr. Fence of Florida did. I was like, God, he did yeah, all we, that. Uh, we went for gold on that one, and uh, I'm really impressed with our team and what they were able to get done. And and we were able to maintain our, our, our quality of work, their standard of installation on it as well, which you know, I'm really happy. But it, that was, I definitely lost some sleep over that job. Um, the biggest record for me was obviously the post foundations because. We had to uh, dig all of those and set them to grade and have the bolts in the right spot prior to anything else being done. And then they came in and pour the, the concrete slab over top of it. So if you were wrong, the only solution would have been to jackhammer up the concrete, uh, which yeah. was you know, welcome to my world for five stressful. years when I was running a plumbing company. So yeah. I wish I would have known you were doing, I could have given you <clears throat> pointers on that because. We used to have to hit a wall out in the middle of a, you know, 50 by 80 slab. And you got to hit a three and a half inch wall. Yeah. You know, <laughs> with a with a two inch. Well, pipe. that was good. Not much room for error. And you know, outside of that, we got our new facility that we're building out that we're actually starting to move into next week. Um, you know what my question is about your new facility? What's that? Boy, first, before I say that, when I looked at that picture of the ball field, I was like, the only thing this dude didn't do was lay the side. <laughs> you know? Anyway, I can't wait to see you do another one of those drone videos at the new place. <laughs> you got to do it, man. Yeah. Well, that was the reason we did the first one. But we did the fly-through shortly after we purchased it to show the shape that the property was in, Uh which <clears throat> we got done like two weeks late because me and my boys had already worked out there no, a lot, cleaning I'm up about, everything. I'm talking about how you did the drone flying through your the existing office that you're in now. I can't wait yeah. to well, see. Well, we, we did one of the new office when we first bought it when it was all like messed up and posted that one. That, and then we're going to do another one when it's complete so you'll be able to compare the two and look what it looked like before versus what it looks like now yeah i can't wait to see that yeah as long as the drone doesn't run into a door or something yeah <laughs> or somebody forgets that y'all are filming and opens up a door and takes the drone out right yeah we'll edit that out if that happens <laughs> <laughs> no that's when that happens, then you got like a video of you running to Best Buy to buy a new drone, come back and start all over. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> it would be great. And it's like real fast forward. <laughs> See, you get out your truck and you run across the parking lot in like three seconds, <laughs> run through Best Buy. Anyway, 
Well, look, man, I appreciate you calling. You got any, you got anything else you want to inject on that? I, I'm really glad that you reached out. I really am. No, I just I wanted to make sure that, uh, you know, you knew that we, we saw it and that there's conversations going on about things that we can do better. It's obviously a, a site that's a work in progress, and we'll keep taking everybody's uh, opinions and, and go from there. And I say that I keep saying we. Uh, I'm not actually a member, or I am a member, but I'm not on a board or representing the AFA in any capacity. I'm just somebody that has previously put a lot of work into it and um, just want to communicate what I knew what was going on. Yeah, well, I'm glad you called. I know we've had some other conversations on uh, things that you've done with the AFA and and uh, the strides that the strides that you made and has brought it to where it is today. So I'm I'm just excited to see what all this and I'm not talking about this particular incident, but just all this, everything that's going on, the buzz. Fence Tech was completely different. Um, it was yeah, it was um, it was awesome seeing. Matt's booth where we were interviewing and while I'm sitting there interviewing somebody there goes Dan Wheeler with his with his podcast with his roadcaster in a, in a suitcase <coughs> singing down the aisle going to interview somebody else and then I'm walking around and I got another guy over here interviewing somebody for a podcast and I'm like this is crazy man you know yeah it's, it's bringing so much light on the industry and you know and and one of the things that you'll notice like historically, sorry, I'm walking down the street to my next meeting. That's all right. uh, historically, the AFA um, didn't really want cameras on the show floor um, because there was issues with pirating people's ideas and stuff like that, I guess, in the past. But this year, the AFA was really pro um, getting, getting the information and documenting. Uh, so we'll have that content to put out and market for next year's uh, Fence Tech. Which I, you know as well as I do, the um, effectiveness of marketing and, and having the right content. So next year, when we have that to put out to promote Fence Tech in uh, 2024, which I believe is in Nashville, I think that's going to make that Fence Tech even better. Dude, Nashville is going to be crazy, man. Uh, I, I honestly, I went to Oklahoma City and I was like, dude, this is better in New Orleans. And yeah. after I'm going through through fence tech on the ride home we were talking and i'm like damn nashville's gonna kick ass i mean that without a doubt nashville's gonna be insane you know yeah it is no it's gonna be one to remember so i'm excited i'm excited everything that's going on in the industry i'm excited to see everybody communicating and then when when people see better ways to do things or um that, you know different angles that we all talk about them and uh, continue working and do it get better yeah well look man you go to your meeting and uh you have yourself a a good darn day just old mark Olson. all right <laughs> all right man i'll talk to you later thanks for the call thank you all right, bye. Bye. you've been listening to my fence life yes we like to have fun beer bourbon and business and although we have fun we take our business very seriously dan blanc is known as the fence king and he's been providing high quality fence solutions since 1999 he's connected to industry leaders business leaders financing experts and marketing gurus that will be on the show to talk about their success stories 
To find out more about us, hit the website at myfencelife.com. Listen to the show wherever you consume your content. We are everywhere. Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcast. See you next time on My Fence Life.